people lying in marketing about their bodies. Like, for example, in magazines or like men's health or women's health or something. So think of like men's health that you see in the on the cover of a magazine. Like the guy on the front cover with that like shredded eight pack, like is on steroids and has peaked his diet and has like cut his water and like everything just for that one photo shoot. Like he doesn't even look like that all year round. And then they're they're selling it out to like the masses being like, get shredded fast, like do our eight week program. And it's like, you're not gonna look like that. Like no one's gonna look like that, you know? Hey. Hi. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Overall Package Podcast. Today is a really fun one. Um, it is what are the worst fitness industry and gym pet peeves or bodybuilding pet peeves. Um, so we put out a question box on all of our stories and we're just basically going to go through all of the answers and talk about each of them. Um, there are a lot of repeats. <laughs> but like there are some like obvious ones that it's just they're so obvious it's like why are people still doing this you know yeah like if it's repeating that means it's obviously happening at all different gyms all over like the world so yeah. what's going on guys let's address these <laughs> um do we want to do we want to like each say one of our own first sure we can we can um I'll just go right from the prep side of things I can't stand when people pose in their socks and their heels <laughs> yeah. and I don't really know why I I just I think it's fine if you do it like it's fine but I just I would never do it <laughs> I don't know actually same like I've never posed in my socks so for the listeners out there, you shouldn't pose in your socks because you don't present on stage in your socks. Uh, um, like, I just feel that your entire heel is going to feel different. Like, everything's going to feel different. Yeah, it will. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I just, every time I see these videos, I'm like, guys, just, just take off the socks. It's just, you already took off everything else. It's just one more thing. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> For someone whose feet are always cold, like I sympathize, but like don't. Yeah, that's why I got my little space heater right down by my feet in the winter. Yeah, yeah. just Canada things, right? Totally. Um, Ash, what is your? What's one of your pet peeves in the gym or fitness industry or anything in general? Oh man, I probably have a bunch, but the only one that's really coming to my mind right now. By the way, I'm still sick. I'm on week three. And I swear oh, it's only gotten worse. So again, if I sound like a dude, that's why. But um, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you know, the first one that comes to my mind, it's in the gym. And I'd have to say is like <laughs> when people don't wear deodorant. That was one mm. of the repeats. Yeah. yeah. I would have assumed that was one of the repeats. Yeah. That's like the first one that comes to my mind. It's just it's, like. It's fine on show day. <laughs> I know I I wonder like if I'm in the gym peak week and I'm the one that's pissing everybody off because I just smell so bad (laughs) yeah I wear long sleeve shirts on purpose then like fresh I saw that wow my voice I saw that um pro tan came out with a a deodorant that you can wear with your tan what really Uh, yeah so I'm gonna try it because like I saw it literally right after my last show they came out with it and they're like oh don't stink anymore and I'm like oh my god I need that I did not know please yeah again for the listeners you can't wear deodorant with your tan because your tan will turn green in your armpits so or black or other crazy colors like mine did that one time yeah yeah (laughs) So um, that's actually like revolutionary and I can't believe it took them that long. I know, right? I don't know how well it works, but I will let you guys know. We will spread the word, the good word to the people. Mm -hmm. I'm like a pro tan stan. So 
I hope it's good. Oh, I'll Um, probably be next year too. I can't wait to try it. Yeah. All right. My pet peeve. Oh, I wrote it in our group chat. Now I'm going to have to try and find it. Hold up. (laughs) Because I'm getting all confused because I'm reading all the ones that people submitted. I listed a bunch. Thanks for responding, guys, by the way. That was kind of a short notice, but um, there are definitely a lot of pet peeves you guys have. So. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I have a whole bunch, but (laughs) one that actually like happened the other day, which I couldn't really believe um, was actually happening, but like the gym plays music. Right. Mm -hmm. And then this girl was walking around with her phone on full blast playing different music. Like off her speaker. Yes. And I was like, (laughs) what are you doing? And I like forgot my headphones that day. So I'm like, (gasps) <gasps> like she was like right beside me too so I got like a speaker on one side and then her phone on the other like please don't it's like when you go hiking and you're like out in nature and then somebody brings a boom box and you're like I came here to listen to the birds not to like DJ Khaled so oh I've <laughs> been I've been that guy with my my best friend Abby we've like blasted some Kanye hiking Mount Benson <laughs> no. but but no one was there it wasn't like a busy trail where we were disturbing the peace Anyway, the only time I've ever done that is like my old roommate and I, we would always do mushrooms and then go walking. And then the only way we felt safe is if we played music. Okay. Well, that sounds like a whole different scenario (laughs) in itself. So I'm sure I don't know if that's an intense hike or not. (laughs) But anyway, everyone out was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I think, I think like basically from that one is like, you're really just treating the gym like it's your space and not a public space, like a collective space, you know? Like, I think that's kind of just the vibe I get from that. Well, I think there's a few that definitely fall under that category. Like very, just could be very obvious, but um, yeah, anyways. (laughs) Um, So do you want me to just read out all of the answers that we got then, one at a time? Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Okay grunting on the first rep of a set if it's not a one rep max oh my god so I have a little story with that (laughs) literally just last week there was this guy in the gym that I've like never seen before and uh he wasn't like it looked like maybe it was one of his first times in the gym and everything he did he was like And Rob and I, like, I couldn't hold it in. I was, like, trying so hard not to laugh. Like, obviously, I don't want to, like, laugh at anyone in the gym. But it was so dramatic that, like, I, I would work out in, like, a decently sized gym. And, like, everyone was stopping to look. It was so uncomfortable. Hmm. I'm intrigued exactly how this sounds because I feel like I know who you're talking about. <laughs> There's a very distinct individual at one of the gyms that we might mutually have gone to that has a certain grunt anyway I've never seen him there before (laughs) it is the same gym that you and I go to or went to um so I'm wondering now if it is the person you're thinking of let's not call them out but I in my head I have a feeling I know because because I used to work at that gym so back in 2019 and there's yeah, there were a few times I remember being at the front desk and for, yeah, because it was ongoing. It wasn't just like one rep max. It was like all 12 or 15 of the reps <laughs> and my head would just turn around like, what is that sound? <laughs> so I'm not against like a good grunt here or there. Like I grunt when I work out, like yeah. if I the last couple of reps and I got to push it out. Like there's, I'm going to make noise. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You got to. Yeah. But if it's your first, like, don't, don't scream either like and like Abby said I don't need to hear it for all fucking 12 to 15 reps yeah you're not it doesn't work that way like (laughs) like you couldn't do 12 with that level of effort that a grunt is required or you know what if you want to like make noises like that maybe just don't do it in a commercial gym yeah like go to a lifting gym and fucking go scream your head off in there (laughs) yeah like I I love I love West Coast Iron. It's totally meant for people to go push themselves beyond their limits. And I hear like people are grunting in there, but I've never complained or like thought second of it. You can tell a difference between like a grunt that's like 
actually someone working and then someone just like making noise yes <laughs> the people know so don't do that yeah um, okay we talked about body odor oh guys that stare like just stare I hate that I hate it I don't think please if you're a woman that's listening and you like when guys stare at you in the gym can you message us because I don't think women do like I've never heard a woman that's like yeah he was staring at me and I was really intrigued (laughs) you know I went to this was when I was I, I don't know I was probably like 20 and I was just like a little hothead when I was younger and there was this guy at my gym at the time this was in Edmonton and it wasn't just to me he was like known for like creeping on girls he was quite (laughs) a bit older like probably in his late 60s and yeah he would just stare and stare and stare so one day I was like you know I fucking had enough and I walked up to him and I was like can I help you and he's like, oh, oh, no. And I was like, well, by the way you keep staring at me, I feel like you need help with something. And he's like, oh, I just, I thought I knew you. I was like, you don't fucking know me. <laughs> and then he like, he never stared at me again. But I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And it wasn't just to me either, you know? Like, you can tell mm-hmm. when there's like that guy who just stares at like everybody, you know? Yeah, there there are always people like that. Yeah. Um my heart does go out to some of these retired old men that are just at the gym trying to have a nice little workout and they're surrounded by girls with like their butt cheeks hanging out like you know what though like I don't care what age you are it just because you're <laughs> old it doesn't give you an excuse to be a no I mean like I've seen men like glance and then feel awkward like I've seen the awkward guilt on their face from like mm-hmm. when a girl walks by with like her literally like wearing basically nothing like ass cheeks hanging out and like you know yeah I can see a checkout like I fucking yeah. I mean some of the girls at my gym I'm like is your I check them out you're gonna hang out like so yeah it's like hard not to like take a glance but yeah. you can tell when someone's like perving out oh yeah yeah there's there's limits and also if you think you're being subtle checking people in the mirror you're not being subtle <laughs> yeah we all know <laughs> we see that we feel that shit we feel that shit <laughs> but um I do that's where I really notice the difference of going to a high quality bodybuilding focused gym there's so much mutual respect so if you're especially a bodybuilder who's posing in mirrors or you know maybe doing the things that are a little bit more like hey you're sh- revealing your body because you feel really good about yourself Go to a gym that's catered to that. Don't go to the Planet Fitnesses or the, you know, all those standard uh, box gyms because, man, people don't know how to respond to like your physique. And yeah, it's it's not it's not really what they're at that gym for. And they'll they probably will stare not even to be rude. They just don't know what to do. Yeah, it's like when you're lean for a show and I go grocery shopping in the summer and you're wearing like shorts and a tank top and people just stare at you because you don't look normal like you know yes yeah. you're like a spectacle literally um so that's a really good point gabby is to like go to a gym where yeah it is the norm that people are that look the way you do right so and i know that not everywhere has a quality like bodybuilding specific gym but yeah, just kind of be mindful of that next time you think, oh, everyone's looking at me. Like, don't just know that you are something to be looked at at this time. <laughs> like, you're a bodybuilder. Yeah. And if you're not comfortable with it, I mean, if I have to go to a gym that I'm not used to, I'm I'm layering up. Like, I will wear a lot more clothes than I normally do. Yeah, that's yeah. true. If it's a gym I don't know, I feel like I do change my attire according yep. to Yeah, it depends. Like, once you get in there, you can, like, feel it out. But I do agree. And also, too, like, um, I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Move okay. on. More coffee, more coffee. I know. Um, I did have something to say, but whatever. Right. So <laughs> come back. here's one of the biggest fitness industry or gym pet peeves from my mom who responded to my story. And Go she mom. You put, put gymming. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> like mom when's the last time you've ever been to a gym maybe that's what she's saying <laughs> so fucking funny thanks mom thanks thanks mama walker for tuning in 
Um, all right. Here's one. Coaches that preach you can eat whatever you want as long as you hit your macros. So, so okay, I'm going to give my two cents on this right away because yeah. I feel some type of way with it. <laughs> I had met some girls competing um, this past year who were like brand new competitors and they were doing a macro approach and like they kind of had that mentality because they had never competed before. And I'm going off of like a competing standpoint here. Yeah. Because I think like if you're just doing it for your lifestyle that's something different but um com- when it comes to like competing and prep if you had never done a prep before without doing like a meal plan and figuring out like what actually looks like quote-unquote bodybuilding foods and you go into a prep and yeah you're eating like oreos every day or like you know just getting crazy as long as you hit your macros i i just don't like that and i don't agree with it either like when I had met those like first time competitors and I was like, well, what are you guys like, you know, they didn't understand like certain foods that would fill them up longer or like, you know, like how to hit their fiber or, you know, just like little things like that. And I was like, man, I feel like you have to like learn the basics first, like before you start counting macros for a prep, you know? Yeah, there, I agree. There are there there are some fundamental things you need to be doing as a bodybuilder um but also even if it is just lifestyle like you should be having several servings of fruits and veggies every day you should be having healthy fats every day you should be getting fiber every day um so you could you could hit your macros just eating rice cakes and peanut butter and protein shakes all day long um but you are not going to feel good and you're not, your body's not going to look as good or perform as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest key, the performance too, right? Yeah. Like, and so, especially in prep, when you're in a deficit, you're, you're, you're going to go down a lot quicker, I think, or I have when I've tried macro approaches that are foods that aren't good for us. Yeah. So I don't so think there's anything wrong with a coach prescribing macros, but I think this person's worded it correctly that preach, you can eat whatever you want as long as you hit your macros. And I think that's like the pet peeve that I would see too. It's no different than a coach preaching. You must eat, uh, you know, asparagus and tilapia only or boiled chicken and spinach or something, right? Like on either end of the extreme, like you shouldn't be preaching that that's the only way. Yeah, Um, no, I agree with you. And I think most people know that the real answer lies somewhere in the middle. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, The next one, this is obvious one too. When people don't wipe down their equipment after it's being used. Like in the summer, like sometimes men, particularly more often, will literally like use a bench and then get up. And it's like the whole imprint of their body is on there, like in huge beads of like sweat. And then they just walk away and it takes like four paper towels and like half a bottle to for me to clean it. Like literally before I'm like, feel okay with like lying on it. Ooh. (laughs) That, yeah, I, I gotta say that sometimes because my workouts are super quick, like under 60 minutes, I will use machines and kind of run to the next one just so I get a machine but if I leave it sweaty, like visibly sweaty, or if I was like previously sick or something, I will absolutely wipe it down and everyone should probably do so. So I'm not saying, I don't know if it's a hard rule because sometimes I have been guilty of not doing it, but yeah, if you're visibly making a machine disgusting, please, please take care of it. Basically, if you're a man, sorry. (laughs) Men are sweaty generally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) or like deep deep in prep like when you're on the stairs and the whole stairs are like covered in your sweat okay that's a good one I want your guys's opinion on this if you are on the step mill and you're sweating and you're dripping all over it should you like like dripping like like the steps and the base is drenched like 
should you wipe it off? Yes or no? Yes, yes, yes. Like, yeah, I see so many people don't. I mean, it's hard to get all the steps, but like the least part you have to wipe off. I would wipe everything probably minus the actual steps. Unless they were like pooling. Because like, I don't know, people's feet are just on it, but. Yeah, but I've seen it like pooled with water from like this one guy in my gym. And I'm like. Wonder what he's taking. Um, I I do. I have wiped the steps down. I have. But I I am a generally pretty sweaty person. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No, I'm glad that it wasn't like just me that thinks that people should wipe it off because it's like there's a lot um all right people going to the gym after bathing in perfume or aftershave oh I personally don't mind that because I do it <laughs> I'm actually I'm don't really sensitive so yeah I don't love it. Like I am always been sensitive. Like if I get in an elevator, I will notice who's wearing the perfume and my eyes will kind of start running. Oh, crazy. Um, I, I've never really noticed it in a gym environment though. I think it's, it's a big enough space that it doesn't bother me, but like in a small bathroom or an elevator, I do notice it. Yeah. I don't notice. I've never noticed that really. See, I maybe because the other end of the spectrum like people smelling bad (laughs) literally infuriates me so fucking bad like when I'm working out I actually get so mad and I'll make faces at the person who stinks too like I'll be like (laughs) (laughs) um so I think I would just rather someone smell good than bad even if it's a little bit too strong I respect that Um, have you have you guys ever like switched a machine or like a cardio machine because somebody was stinking bad i've, I've yes. had to like multiple times yes it uh, makes me feel like angry inside i feel nauseous <laughs> like i'm not saying that to be rude or mean but like I, I i can't focus on my workout yeah same yeah. and i'm always like super overly conscious if it's me so if i'm by someone stinky unless i have like confirmation it's them i will feel like self-conscious the whole time you know the only the only time that it won't bother me is if I see that person working harder than anyone else in the gym and I'm like you know what they probably sweat off all their deodorant and they're still going like there is a guy at one of the gyms I've trained at that he works so hard like hood up head down training harder and I remember training next to him one time and he was definitely a little smelly but he was the hardest working person at gym and I just said you know what respect just keep going brother that's fair <laughs> but at the in the same breath like I keep deodorant in my bag like I have one in my bag just in case like mid-workout like I have to go and put it on so oh, I don't like, know I, I do agree like if you're the hardest worker in the room yeah. hey, you'll get a pass but if not like there's no excuse that's just gonna be staring at you and, and not for a good reason <laughs> yeah um all right, here's one. People who have no business speaking in deficit in, oh my God, people who have no business speaking in definites, speaking in definites. Mm. So, mm, that's yeah. a good one for anyone in the online coaching space or fitness space is that there's usually not one right answer. Mm-hmm. So um, to say that your way is the only way, basically, and we just see a lot of that. Um, it's true we're starting to see less of it though I've noticed there's more reputable whatever they are all their qualifications PhDs and all these trainers that are kind of speaking on hey maybe this way is an option but it's not for everyone and I like that I'm glad it's moving more towards that but yeah I think that's a huge red flag anyone speaking in absolutes and never this and always this that's an issue yeah, I've noticed it changing too. Um, I think more and more people are starting to understand that there is more than one way to skin a cat when it comes to prep, competing, you know, bulking, training, dieting, diet breaks, macros or meal plans. Like they're, yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's a good one. All right, dropping the weights because the oh. barbell is too heavy or using momentum to lift heavy 
ah, this doesn't bother me at all. If you are lifting heavy enough, why would you exert your energy to put the weights down? Unless you're in a public gym, then like don't cause a scene. But I don't, that does not bother me. Um, I think people that throw the weights down because we got one more like literally right after it that was like when people throw the weights down on their last rep and I think that I think there's a difference like if you are like really going for it on like a deadlift or a rack pull or something um yeah like and you need to drop the weight because you just pulled like 600 pounds like go ahead drop the weight but you can see when somebody actually like is using momentum and throwing the weight down even if it's not like a heavy thing, like a heavy, super heavy set. If you're exerting energy to throw them, then I disagree with it because the point (laughs) of dropping them is to save your energy. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. yeah, if you're literally using energy to throw them, then no, don't do that. But you're making your your next set less effective. Yeah, Yeah. truly. Yeah. And and I think that's where you just got to go back. Hey, am I do I need a spotter? Am I doing this with the, when there's enough space around me? Like I've seen people do that with dumbbells, like a benching, like a dumbbell bench. And like, then they throw their dumbbells down and they're like rolling towards where other people are lifting and stuff. And it's like, you got to really think about your space. So yeah, it's not necessarily a pet peeve of mine, but I've seen it done in a way that could be unsafe. And I mean, I, I literally started training at a university gym and the whole aspect of that gym was like it was on a second floor and everyone would just deadlift as heavy as they can and drop the weights and see if it would fall through the floor basically (laughs) it was a shit show so that's where I started lifting so I'm just like I think it's I'm immune to it probably yeah I think um just be aware of who's around you yeah (laughs) again don't treat the gym like it's your own space everybody's face um gym bros giving fitness advice on social media at the cost of other athletes so i think this doesn't have to be just gym bros but like anyone giving advice should always come with it i think it should always come with a caveat like that this could be a good option or i don't know um i think i think you have to take almost all advice online with a grain of salt these days I mean, yeah. yeah. And what, yeah. from what I took from that is like, are they like filming someone else without their acknowledgement and then using that as like, oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like almost like a little jo- Joey Swole moment. Oh yeah, Joey Swole. He's like, uh, you don't know who he is. You could look him up. Joey S W O L L. So he, yeah, like he. I feel like he's trying to do good. So he'll find a video of someone making fun of someone else in the gym and then he'll take that video and be like hey like this gym is like a good space for everyone um you know like we should all feel welcome here like be better than that but like you're still using that person at like your expense of growing your social media too so um I don't know if that's necessarily like giving fitness advice but at the cost of other athletes so I'm not I don't know exactly what this one's saying, but yeah, I don't know. I saw, I saw one the other day. I might've even sent you this video, but it was like a, a girl, she's a fitness coach. She has tons of followers, like over a hundred thousand followers. And um, somebody asked in a question box, um, like, oh, I'm 20 and I want to compete and I want to start using PEDs. So performance enhancing drugs where, where should I start? And this girl is giving her advice on it. Oh, like I would take this or I would do that or, you know, and it's like, um, I'm sorry, but the only answer publicly online should be you're 20. You don't need PEDs. Like, you know, um, people are okay to make their own choices, but I don't think it's like the right thing to do to be publicly putting out there to all 20 year olds that they should be taking PEDs. Like, I think that's something that this person should be having a conversation with their coach about. Um, I don't think somebody should, somebody of that influence, like a 20 something girl with over a hundred thousand followers should be out there saying 20 year olds can take this, this, and this, this is a great place to start. Like, 
yeah that's just dangerous yeah I strongly dislike that (laughs) yeah um and I don't think anyone should mention what they're taking like like in the sense of um, to someone else like suggesting it for someone else they don't even know their blood work they know nothing about them that's scary I, I, I I get it's different with certain audiences like say like it's just bodybuilding they're literally talking to guys that have been doing this for years and years and years and they all still listen to their coaches and you know what I mean like they're just talking about it bullshitting about it but a girl just putting it out there for 20 year old girls as the audience that is the red flag with it for me yeah because like you as the like influencer or whatever like you don't know what kind of influence you have on those specific people like that chick that messaged her, she might have been her like biggest fucking fan and she's gonna do whatever she did. Yeah. You know, and that could like really damage her. So yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. Um all right, here's one novelty exercises. This is someone's pet peeve. So this would be the idea that you're like confusing the muscle. Or- <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't muscle doesn't get confused it executes a movement (laughs) this is my own personal opinion too but like I don't agree with I don't yeah I don't agree with like confusing the muscle or shocking the muscle and I also don't agree with muscle memory either you don't no just saying it's like how does your muscle have a memory I think like I think the term is is confusing, but I I I understand the principle of it. I, I but I know do. what you mean. Like, I just feel like I don't know. I feel like it gets taken out of context, and people are like, yeah. "Oh, well, like you know, I I used to be jacked, but I'm fat now." But you know, muscle memory. It's like <laughs> no. Yeah, there's a lot. There is a lot more to it than that. Like people keep throwing muscle memory at me because I'm injured, um, and I think there is some truth to that. Like I am like, as long as the muscle hasn't actually atrophied and I haven't actually lost any of the cells there, that means mm-hmm. that those cells are still existing. They're just flat. So they don't have like yeah. Yeah, something still, different, but there is going to be a point where I actually have lost muscle tissue. And I think that's already starting to happen. So that there's no memory of that muscle. If that muscle is gone, that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah, exactly like, it. Like for me, instance, <laughs> like for for me, for instance, like when I had my surgery, like I felt like I lost my arms and shoulders, but like I probably did lose a little bit, but you're right. It was just fucking flat and like not full. And yeah. as soon as I started like getting a regular pump, it came back. Mm-hmm. That's not like, I know that like what you just said, Allison, like yeah. I didn't actually lose that. And then all of a sudden it just came back. Yeah, like the way I I kind of understand that term is like when you can really feel a muscle engaging without much conscious thought, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, you mean the actual execution of the movement. Yeah, and and sometimes it takes a little bit like after injury or if you haven't worked out a muscle group for a while to really get that sensation again in that muscle. But like when people, yeah, the term is just unfortunately used in like way out of context and you can pretty much apply it to anything people oh yeah muscle memory like I've got that you're like four four years later it's like what are you talking about yes yeah actually Gabby you know what it's funny because I haven't ever even thought about it the way that you just explained it like I've never even like that's just how I consider it because I'm thinking of it from more of like that neuromuscular connection right like yeah and I'm sure like the way that you just explained it is like probably what it's meant like the meaning is meant for that's how I always that's how I always thought about it like when I first heard the term um but yeah I'm I'm gonna struggle with that with this surgery like my calf like will hardly even fire like the memory is there but like they're but the neurons are not working like like I know a lot of shit connecting back together yeah because my my nerves are damaged right so I actually can't even like flex my calf or activate it or anything so like yeah that's the whole like but like yeah it's pretty shitty yes 
Um, Sorry, I derailed. Don't focus on it. Don't focus on it right now. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, so like novelty exercises. So this would be somebody going online and posting like, you've got to try this for your next leg day. And it's like a burpee to a squat jump to like a pistol squat to like a spinning, twirling something on top of a BOSU ball with like eight dumbbells in your hand. And it's like like anything with a BOSU ball. (laughs) So basically the idea is that you're doing something really difficult and really hard and you're going to shock the muscle and you're going to um, confuse the muscle because, you know, it's getting, it's getting stagnant and you're not making progress because you're just doing the same movements over and over and over again. That is just completely false. Like it is, yeah. it is proven to be false. You, you don't confuse muscle or shock muscle um, in any way, like muscle responds to stimulus and grows according to a stimulus yeah. That tells your brain we need to grow this muscle because it is being asked to to produce a force so yeah um, and then like the only thing that I can really say to that is there are slightly different types of training to target the different types of muscle right like fast twitch versus slow twitch but that's still not something you're doing to like confuse it like you would just do a different type of exercise in general if you're trying to activate fast twitch muscles like as a sprinter as a pole vaulter I don't know I'm just thinking of (laughs) excessive like those kind of sports but yeah like so but that's not somebody who's a bodybuilder saying oh suddenly I'm going to totally switch up my workout just to continue to build my bodybuilding specific muscle (laughs) they're doing it like these crazy things you're saying like that doesn't it doesn't work Yeah. yeah Like when it was like a trend to like put a fucking bench on your back and like do a pull up and stuff. What <laughs> did I miss something? Please? It was like a couple months ago, and people were like, "Dude, just like ridiculous shit." Like they were like squatting with the whole cable machine on their back and stuff. Because oh, I feel like I saw ridiculous videos like that. Yeah, it was like, "How ridiculous can you make your workout?" Or something. Yeah, it was like out of control. Yeah. I'm like someone's gonna like hurt themselves here okay well these are these are the ones that are just here for the views but the ones that I that doesn't bother me like you you want to injure yourself you go for it man the ones that bother me is the girls that are promoting their amazing bikini physique and then they're doing these ridiculous exercises and saying hey this is how I got my physique no you didn't (laughs) like you probably didn't I mean even if if you did you have the genetics of a god if you're doing those stupid exercises or you're taking a lot of shit you're not telling people about or or you just trained like normally progressive overload like normal exercises and then only once you built your physique now you're doing these ridiculous exercises yeah so yeah that's the one that bothers me people that want to like yeah bench the whole i don't know cable machine they can they can go for it yeah that like okay that kind of gives me another idea of a big pet peeve which is just basically what you're saying is people lying in marketing about their bodies like for example in magazines or like men's health or women's health or something so think of like men's health that you see in the on the cover of a magazine like the guy on the front cover with that like shredded eight pack like is on steroids and has peaked his diet and has like cut his water and like everything just for that one photo shoot like he doesn't even look like that all year round and then they're they're selling it out to like the masses being like get shredded fast like do our eight-week program and it's like you're not gonna look like that like no one's gonna look like that you know you know until I started bodybuilding I never knew that stuff at all like and I've, I've always been around like sort of like fit people like my family's fairly active and like they still no one ever told me that like I actually thought those people on the magazines looked like that all the time me too even even like um I remember I would look at oxygen or like women's health or muscle and fitness hers and stuff in the checkout lineups when I was like Mm -hmm. younger and it would have like you know Jamie Eason or or Natalia Mello or um like all like the bodybuilder famous bodybuilders from way back then like in the early 2000s and they were photo shoot ready 
Mm-hmm. And I thought they looked like that all the time. And you'd open it up and you could follow their workouts. They would show you like a pictures of the people like working out and doing the exercises. And yeah, they're, they're stage lean almost. And well, stage lean was a lot less lean back then, but still like they're, they are dieted down for that. And they, and I, yeah, I really did think that they looked like that all the time. And I also think that yeah like you you look at them doing those exercises in the photos and it's easy to believe like hey that person's actually doing those exercises to like get fit at this moment no they're doing an exercise photo shoot they're literally doing a photo shoot with those like they're not actually training like that yeah they do that's also something I didn't get (laughs) yeah they'll be like doing a put they'll show you a push-up so they'll like hold the bottom position and take a few pictures and then they'll hold the top position and and then move on to the next exercise like they're not doing a workout and they're in those photos they're they're also sometimes their form is pretty off because they're trying to make their body like more like photo shoot aesthetic yeah like a girl doing like some kneeling kickback body weight kickback and I'm like that's not the form now that we know yeah then I would just think oh like that's probably how to do it so Yeah. yeah it's really deceiving for sure I think like yeah I think it's like a really big issue um okay this ties into the next one which is one of mine which is kind of ties into the next like the same thing of false advertising but fake natties and this came up because I was talking about the liver king yesterday so like basically he's a guy that like eats liver like raw liver and a bunch of meat and he's like I'm primal and oh yeah I watched a lot about that guy and but anyway he's like on every steroid in the planet like his muscles are like puffy and bursting out of his skin and he's like I'm natural (laughs) I just look like this because I eat liver like anyway but the point is is like fake natties basically advertising their programs Uh, my favorite thing though about liver king is that anyone who's actually a bodybuilder could look at him and be like this guy's on everything (laughs) like who was he really fooling if you're in the industry I could see how normal people might be like amazed because he really did have the whole look going on the whole natural like I'm the guy in the woods living off grid doing my thing but like every bodybuilder could just look at that guy and be like what are you on man like you're on stuff well I'm sorry but to be that age and to be that tight dense vascular it's like come on like it's ridiculous liver is good and all that but it doesn't do that Ew, I tried a piece of liver the other day. Ew. You don't like it? You do? Oh, I I grew up, like, hunting and fishing. Yeah, I don't mind it. I've eaten liver before, but, like, raw? Oh, no. Oh, my God, you tried it raw? Yeah. No. (laughs) I'll cook it. I cook my food. Yeah, like, I've eaten, like, liver worst, too, like, when I lived in Germany, or blood, blood, like, blood worst, like, blood sausage or whatever, like, in England and stuff, but... So I'm like, oh, this just tastes like like liver sausage or blood sausage. And then after like a few chews, I was like, oh, my God, I had to like chew on a lemon to get the taste out of my mouth. Like, like, Anyway, it's it's kind of metallic. Um, Oh, (laughs) Ash is dying. Um, I what was I going to say? Yeah. So I think I'm just going to come out and say it because like obviously as like being natty lifelong it's not just, hey, I'm natural right now at my show. It's, were you natural all the way up to getting to that show? Because if you're not, like, just please let people know if you're going to talk about it or just don't talk about it, you know? I agree with you. I don't like saying, oh, I'm natural right now. I feel like if you have used PEDs to enhance your physique or build your physique at all, you can't claim natty. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't agree with that either. Like, oh, I'm natural right now. It's like, yeah, but you were taking shit like four weeks ago. Like, how, yeah. like you know, I think there may be, I don't know. It's very, it's very challenging in the natural stream of bodybuilding because most of us know that there, we are going up against athletes that are not lifelong naturals. Like you just know it. I've accepted it. I don't care anymore. I'm still going to do my best and bring my best for me knowing my truth. Right. But there are also some situations that I, I think are, it's interesting about the natural division. So for example, there's a guy that went, that goes to my gym who 
had taken a lot of PEDs in his life to the point that it basically gave him like kidney failure that he's on dialysis. He's taking care of himself, but he wants to come back to bodybuild, but he obviously will never take steroids again. Can that guy compete naturally? He's been off of them for a couple of years now, right? Exactly. Like there should still be an avenue for someone like that to compete and not look like way out of place on stage because every dude takes steroids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've been off of them for like a couple of years, then yes. But, and I guess that's the exception when you can say like, oh, like I'm natural now because you were like choosing to be natural and like you're choosing in the future to not be doing drugs again anymore. But if you're somebody who like is just on an off cycle and you're claiming natural in your off cycle Mm. or in your like downtime of using, but you're like planning to use again in the future, then like, I don't think you should claim natural at the moment. But um, yeah, that's a funny thing. Like, I guess, where do those people go? You know, yeah, do they go in open or do they go into the natural? Yeah, like, and it would suck to like probably be a guy especially because it's very obvious when everyone else is taking the amount that they can take um and you're there and you you won't look the same like you won't stand right next to those other guys so there should be a way that you can still be competitive but obviously that person can't just be like oh I'm I have a a lifelong natural athlete but um, anyways it's a little bit of a different story and sidetrack However, I still think that the natural stream of bodybuilding should consider putting in a random, like once a year, whatever you're at, if you want to do a natural show, then you have to do a random drug test at some point during the year. I feel like I was just watching. um, I agree. Yeah, I agree too. Um, I was just watching one of Kenny KO's videos. And Mm -hmm. if you guys don't know who he is, he like goes around in gyms and like at a like events and stuff and he'll like ask the question are you natty or not oh I've seen him do that yeah yeah so he actually went up to a natural athlete I was watching a video and this guy said that he is a lifetime natty and he competes natural and he got randomly drug tested in his off season by his federation I like that I like that because that should be it shouldn't just be hey I might get drug tested if I win overall after my natural show that's not good enough. We know it doesn't weed out people that are trying to get around the whole um, like water regulations. Like just, I don't know. It's, I don't know how difficult that would be for the CPA or whatever association to put in, but I, I would just love to have a little more regulation like that because it just sucks thinking, Hey, I could do an open show or a natural show. And I'm probably going against the same people that are taking shit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. It's, it would be hard, I guess, to, like, keep track of, like, natural amateurs doing that, though, you know? It would. But even just the thought of or the possibility that you're going to be chosen, like, at least maybe it put a second thought in some people's heads before lying about their shit. And I, I know that's a strong word, lying, but in the end of the day, it kind of is. It is 100%. Yeah. Or maybe maybe you have to register for the show, like at least like eight weeks out and you have to to register you have to have a positive or negative drug test whichever like like a clean drug test and if you win you have to have another one too yeah and I know that's it's hard to do right like it's hard to do because you need nurses and people to administer it and it's a lot to keep track of but and people decide to do shows at last minute and stuff so yeah that's a hard one yeah it is I'm just being hopeful (laughs) but it is a pet peeve absolutely like yeah here's my other take on like like using pds and like telling people i feel like you are still illegally using substances so if you have like built your physique off of taking gear or used sorry i should say used gear to help enhance your physique i don't feel like you need to tell people but at the end of the day, if you are, like Gabby said, lying about it and telling people you're natty and going out of your way to tell people you're natural or competing a natural stream, then I have an issue with it. But if you're just like blatantly not telling people, 
I don't have an issue with that either because like at the end of the day like you're illegally using substances so I I don't think that you need to mm -hmm. be open about your illegal drug use I agree yeah it's that's completely everyone's choice like and we all should be able to share what we want to versus not online and with others um the other thing that I've seen though is not people saying they're natural but people claiming that I can build or like I can be your coach look what I've done for myself I can do the same for you and they've definitely used stuff to build their own physique and they're like talking about athlete like life lifestyle athletes that are not going to be taking the same shit yeah I think that would fall into the like the lying category yeah Yeah. it's like another like it's kind of what liver king did you know he built his whole brand off of his physique which Mm -hmm. was fake yeah like his his whole spiel was fake. So I do agree with that. If you're like using your physique saying I can get you here too, but they've used substances and that's bullshit too. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Um okay. I think we we have a couple more. Um okay, when pros post videos of themselves stuffing their faces with everything from the menu (laughs) so i'm assuming they mean post-show um which i don't have an issue with that i feel like i don't have an issue with it if it's like immediately post-show and you want to go out and you want to like eat some food yeah yeah like yeah go for it i don't have an issue with it at, at all at any point only because like just because they're a pro doesn't mean that they're not human and if you are following exactly what someone else is doing and it doesn't work for you like that's kind of on you you know okay but there was a very famous bikini athlete who was repeatedly showing herself like eating all this food like over like like post after post after post after post of like stuffing her face and she is like the most influence ever and somebody was going around criticizing her saying like you should know better because your genetics are so good that you can eat whatever you want and like you are like the one percent and nobody else can do this and you're setting a bad example so I don't know how I feel about that um yeah because like if I were to eat like that I would blow up I know exactly what instance you're talking about yeah and I disagreed with the person who said that they shouldn't be doing that yeah because at the end of the day like that's her social media that's her life yeah that's what she wants to share that's totally fine it's on the people that are watching to choose for themselves like oh just because she's doing it doesn't mean you have to go do it too so Mm -hmm. to blame her for maybe you rebounding it's kind of ridiculous in my eyes I, I hear you Ash honestly um I I think we talked about this in the previous uh, in a previous episode about like eating and like especially in the holidays like you shouldn't be eating just because you see someone else eating a certain way like every single body's different I I think that you should be free to share what you want on your social media and I don't know if if it if it upsets you so much that someone else can eat that way, like maybe don't follow them or don't focus on their stuff as much. And I think that, yeah, just like choose what you're taking in maybe more. And I know it sucks that some people can eat like everything and not gain a pound. And then you can look at like a rice crispy and gain three, like it's totally <laughs> different for everyone, but I, yeah, I, I don't think it's an issue for me either. I enjoy your post-show meals. Enjoy all the foods <laughs> yeah um all right i think we have other ones uh there's there i think are like two more so someone using like three machines at once in a busy gym oh god mm-hmm. i hate that yep there's this guy at my gym who literally will use like i'm not even joking like eight machines at the same time and it's a busy gym and he'll go into the the smith machine and he'll load it up with like five plates aside and he'll do like these quarter reps oh i know exactly who you're talking about yeah i I swear 
I think I know exactly who you're talking about. He maxes out a lot of machines and then just like runs around to all of them. Yes. And it's like the gym is like super fucking busy. Like this is the busiest (laughs) gym in town. And like it's insane. Like you have to fight to get a machine sometimes. And this guy's like bouncing around, like sweating on everything, doing like quarter reps on everything. And I'm just like, dude, give someone else a chance. Oh my, this is so funny to me because it shows how small like the like the city, the town we're from is because we used to call this guy the Batman. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's a name. This he's he's um like a guy who's probably in his like 50s, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yes. I figured you would. Like yeah. he's in there all the time. It's it's very noticeable when someone's yeah. hustling to every machine, putting it on the max amount of weight and doing like five reps of really weird form. Yeah. There was one guy at, at one of my gyms that would there was one Smith machine and it was a huge gym. It had like five squat racks, like three leg presses, like it had everything but one Smith machine and he would use it for over two hours. <laughs> like do everything full body workout on a Smith machine? I don't know what he was doing, <laughs> but like, I'd be like, are you almost done? He'd be like, no, I've still got more. And it's like an hour later. I'm like, are you almost done? <sighs> it was brutal. And like, I feel bad because I love the smith machine so i will often do three exercises in a row on it like four sets of something like 10 or something each and i'm like i do feel guilty like sometimes i'll break it up even if my plan has like three in a row because i like to just go to a machine get all of it done go to the next machine get all of it done but sometimes i'll like if it's really busy like i will split those exercises up just so somebody else can get in there like you know so yeah, I actually did that yesterday when I was at the gym. I was in a, a squat rack and the gym was fucking busy. And I had like three exercises to do in the squat rack. And I actually did exactly what you said, Allison. I actually went and did something else and then came back to it just in case someone else wanted to use it. Because I also fucking hate when people hog shit. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, I get like having, like maybe you're doing like, five sets of something and you're in there for a while but then but then on top of it to do another exercise right after it's just like yeah you gotta share and it's funny because my my gym is we always go and it's busy in in the evening after everyone gets off their work and everyone's so respectful like I rarely have to wait for machines or feel like I do anyways because everyone's like super attentive to what everyone else needs to use and it just it truly once again makes a difference going to a gym that has bodybuilding specific like it caters to bodybuilders I mean like it it makes a difference Uh, I'm so jealous of you come over come over (laughs) um I think Another one off of that kind of closely tied for me is when people don't put weights away and they don't put them away properly. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not that hard. It really isn't. If you can it's lift not- it, like you can put it back where it's supposed to go in the tree. Like the, like the weight circles are the same size and stuff. Like it's pretty easy. Oh, my gym is absolutely horrendous for that. It bothers me so much. And I love that the owners of my gym are always like posting up about it too and like reminding members like that it they notice because I find that it doesn't happen a lot and but when it does it's just like really guys oh it's so bad at my gym like also or you'll have like all the dumbbells like 5 10 15 20 and then somebody put like 55 and then 30 35 40 I'm like no like, oh my god yeah at my gym we, we have a woman's section at my gym and the women's section, I will say, is, like, the best women's section I've ever seen in a gym ever. It's good. It is yeah. good. It's, like, literally the gym, but, like, mini. They have everything in there. It's amazing. But I will say that the girls in there, fuck. The weights are, like, everywhere all the time. They're always disorganized. They're always random. And I'm, like what the fuck is going on in here like it's actually out of control sometimes that's like too the, bad the weight rack will be like 5 20 15 30 like it's just like i'm like what the fuck Ladies, we're supposed to be organized what's going on i know <laughs> oh, i would hate that um okay oh gabby you wrote you wrote some of your your other ones so heating fish in public or gym microwaves Ugh don't do it like I know I know we all gotta like 
eat our prep meals sometimes in public spaces, but I hate when I go to a microwave and I open it and my like potatoes and chicken or whatever are going to go in there. And the first thing I smell is like stinky ass fish. I know. So what I would do, I eat, I eat so much fish. I will (laughs) put, take the fish off. I'll put it on the lid and then I'll just heat up my like veggies and rice and just the veggies and rice go in the microwave. And then I'll just eat the fish like cold. And uh, that is super bad. Allison. Huh? That is courtesy. Yeah. Like thank thank people like you because it's not a pleasant smell. And like I'll eat I eat more like canned salmon than like white fish, but I'll do it at my home. Like I'll make sure I have that meal at home. Yeah. My home microwave can smell like that. I don't care. But in public, I just I don't know. I've yeah, even at my school, I've gone to a couple microwaves and I'm like, oh no, I don't want to eat my I hate when they smell like really strong like curry or something or (laughs) oh my house. (laughs) Yeah. I would rather it smell like curry. Then fish. Like fish. I know Ash loves curry. Oh, God, I love. I, curry. I love curry, but it's like if you're having something like I don't know, just anything strong smelling. That's like because I I like heat up my protein oats a lot, and it's mm-hmm. like you know chocolate peanut butter banana flavor, and you put it in, and it smells like spaghetti bolognese or like <laughs> chicken tikka masala or yeah, stinky ass fish, like anything really. I'm like I don't want to put my like sweet delicious breakfast in there, but oh yeah, gross. Yeah. That's pretty much why I eat like at, when I'm at school or wherever, I'd always eat my oats or banana pancakes or whatever, like sweet stuff cold. Yeah. I just wouldn't even risk it. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and then another one that like it sometimes happens at my gym, but I've seen it a lot at my old gym. But like when people that are not really like close to being um, stage lean are like taking off all their clothes in a public part of the gym and like posing in their, especially dudes, like posing in their undies and like rolling their shorts up really high and just like, I don't know, man, like I get you got to do what you got to do. And I love that my gym has a posing room now because there's, it's a specific place for that. But when you're doing that and taking like your TikTok videos and like tons of photos, like can you just maybe save it to when it's not as busy? I don't know. Yeah. I'm I glad that Oh, I noticed there's this one guy at your gym, Gabby at West Coast Iron, that uh he's like mega TikTok famous. He looks like he's probably like 19. And he's like doing all these like crazy videos there all the time. And it's like on one hand, like good for you but on the other hand like I would not want to be working out beside him making like joke videos all all day but oh I don't even think I know who this is but um so it probably doesn't bother me but there are a few it's just yeah I get it you gotta like like I just think that use the posing room or wait till someone's done in the posing room because they have like a tripod now they've got multiple mirrors it's a private space and like that's what it's meant for but up where everyone's supposed to be stretching or doing their like yeah like the main room up there like unless yeah. you're with your coach and you're four weeks out and you're like trying to nail the details like it's just kind of not meant for that yeah but <laughs> well, also, I guess like, the same for like uh, changing rooms too like don't be filming too much in changing rooms yeah. there's anyone behind you yeah but like also if you're in your underwear like boxers don't like if you want to put on some posing trunks like put on True. posing trunks maybe they cover the same amount of thing but like like the same amount of skin but but it's different like ratty boxers I think there's just like a time and a place like yeah you know like if you're in a bodybuilding gym in the posing room like whatever um but like yeah if you're in like a box gym or like in the gym area itself like yeah I don't like that I'm actually glad that Chris Bumstead just recently someone asked him the same question he was like don't take your shirts off like it's never appropriate to like be taking your shirt off. I'm like, thank God he said something because all of the fucking mushroom kids listen to him. Oh my god, that was the mushroom kids. You mean the broccoli heads? Oh yeah, we called them mushroom kids. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, that was that. I think that's our last one, which was groups of six twenty-year-old broccoli heads <laughs> that all work out work out together, even though they're just hanging out around one machine. And my gym has like, gotten so much better for this in the past year or so. There's like this, sorry. Oh, oh, there's like this group of like six kids that will like all work out together and like they'll all be benching and like each one of them will bench like six <laughs> of them. 
like they'll each take a turn and then they they all just like hang around each other and they're all actually super respectful like to be honest when I'm like hey do you mind moving over a bit so I can work out here and they're like oh my god so sorry yes absolutely like I don't know if it's just because I'm intimidating as fuck but I I think so but um but still I'm also like just go work out but whatever at least they're not doing drugs true yeah honestly they are but (laughs) in one of my gyms they were getting so bad and this gym was like quite small and they would come in there and they would like flood the whole gym to the point where like we would leave sometimes because this gym was like I have a couple gyms that I go to and this one is like quite small and then um yeah one day they were like using the fucking bar like the barbells to like have like um what is it um joisting or uh joisting they were like fucking pretending they were horses and like like i would lose my mind (laughs) sorry i would lose my mind we were like okay i gotta get the fuck out of here and they would like do like parkour off stuff and like one day we drove by the gym and they were all in there shirtless there was like 10 of them just like shirtless Oh God, no, that's not okay. We had a, so we had a bunch of them ruin the 24 hour access for us at my gym. So the studio is now no longer 24 hours because a bunch of those fucking kids decided to go up there and vape and smoke and drink (laughs) and use it as like a hangout place because it was a 24 hour access overnight. Like, so now and I can't go do posing like after hours. So thank you guys. That sucks for you, but that's actually not, too shabby on their end (laughs) but they have to know that like there's cameras and stuff in the gym yeah Mm, people forget that yeah Yeah. you think they know because apparently like our posing room at west coast iron used to not have cameras in it but then there was like a post saying hey we we got cameras in there now because we know what you did and i'm like what did they do i want to know (laughs) oh for sure some young kids hooked up in there without a doubt (laughs) oh yeah that's exactly where my mind went to yep um the only time I really experienced the whole actually like a whole group of people around one machine or one bench was back in my university gym like most of my other gyms have been okay for that but yeah there would be whole squads of like international students just like six seven people around a bench and I'm like you know what you guys enjoy yourselves like you probably don't know the gym etiquette here but have fun like whatever it's like in a university gym like a lot more flies that wouldn't fly on the outside world you know oh yeah, yeah. it was it was like a shit show and it was university great university gyms are like a free-for-all like i you just get everything there it's it's worse than a planet fitness but but like better oh it was better like some of the yeah. best people i ever met were from there but yeah it was it was a shit show for sure yeah that's so funny yeah um so that's it are there any other ones to add any other pet peeves I'm sure we'll get some, hopefully some more responses and hear what other people have to say, but I think we covered the basics. <laughs> yeah. We didn't really get into too many prep ones, mostly gym ones, but maybe we can talk about that in the future. Really think about any prep pet peeves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unsolicited advice. Mm. That's, that applies to like most parts of life, I think. I know. Yeah. But I feel like we could actually save that one for like, mindset in prep I think we could because that's like a long discussion agreed that one because I think I think we're at time anyway um but yeah we can do a prep specific one let's do it yeah okay well that was great I hope you guys enjoyed because we did yeah that was fun (laughs) all right guys well thank you for listening to another episode of overall package podcast you can find us on Instagram at Overall Package Podcast. I'm Astronaut Fit. My Instagram is Allison Ann Fitness. And I'm Gabrielle Folietta. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.